Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 83, Joshua, chapters 11 through 24. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash BFW. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. Okay, I've kind of spoiled it a little bit by saying 11 through 24. Yeah, 14 chapters, right? Wow. Yeah. It's a, a record, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and is there a reason for that? Yeah. There's a lot of boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... As we'll see, I... and we'll, we'll notice, we'll, we'll make mention of what we're leaving out as we go, go through it. Okay, so today we could be done with Joshua. We will be done with Joshua. Oh. Okay. If we make it through this right. podcast. I think we will. Okay. Chapter 11, verse 1. After word spread about Joshua's massacres, the surrounding kings united in a coalition to defend themselves. Yeah, remember this had happened before. I think it's the third time. Yes. That other people have been worried. Oh, no, look what they did to I. Jericho and I. Yeah. They're going to do it to us, too. So they're doing it again here. They were Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Jebusites, and Hivites. That's not parasites. That's <laughs> Perizzites. Uh, so the only ones that I have not heard of there are Perizzites and Hivites. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they show up now and then, and they will again in the future. The Perizzites is pretty unusual. I don't yeah. remember seeing that before, okay. and I don't, I don't know that it comes up again. But they're here, and they're worried. <laughs> They're worried. <laughs> the army sent by the coalition had as many soldiers as there are grains of sand on all of the earth's seashores. Yeah, well, that's what the Bible says. A lot of soldiers. Yeah, uh-huh. So they ought to be able to defeat the, the Israelites? You think? Yeah, I think that's what they're worried about here. Mm -hmm. Who's worried? Well, the Israelites. in the next verse, okay. <laughs> God said to Joshua, don't be afraid of them. Tomorrow, I'll deliver their dead bodies to you. Oh, FedEx? <laughs> <laughs> Usually he delivers them into his hand, but this time it says, I'm going to deliver them all dead to you. Uh-huh. In so, the meantime, cripple their horses and burn their chariots. Okay. Has he ever done that before? No, the crippling of horses is a new thing. Uh, especially chariots, especially cruel, I think. Yeah. Those poor horses have done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might as well just kill them. I mean, that's, you know. Oh, yeah. I think it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So God delivered the coalition's army into Joshua's hand, and he smote them all. He crippled their horses, burned their chariots, and killed their kings, as God commanded. He took everything from the cities, including cattle, but killed the inhabitants with the edge of the sword, leaving none left to breathe. All right, the descriptors here are just a little much for me. Yeah. God hardened the king's hearts so that they would fight against Israel so he could utterly destroy them. Yeah, so he's doing the hardening of hearts again so that he can do stuff, bad stuff to people. <laughs> it's amazing. He hardens the king's hearts so that he can kill all of the people. Yeah, if I had a child who acted like this, I would be very disturbed. But to have a God act like this is just 
mind-blowing to me. Yeah. The end of chapter 11. 11. <laughs> yeah. And chapter 12 is kind of a continuation of the same thing, but without the detail. It just lists. Just lists? Like, like just a list of 33 kings that the uh, Israelites, I guess, conquer and take their land. Huh. Like Joshua conquered blah, blah, blah yeah. and took their land. Yeah. Okay. So 33 times. Uh-huh. So you uh, you took care of that for us. It was repetitive, and I, I got the idea after the first few times, and, and then it just went on for 30 times. So, so okay. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And then there are chapters 13 and 14. Joshua divides the conquered land. Yeah, this is something that takes a while in the Bible. In two chapters here, of just dividing up the land, and it's, it's really boring. So, I left so they're out. actually saying the boundaries of the land and who they're giving it to? Yeah, sort of, except for I don't see how anybody could really understand uh, what the boundaries are. It's not well-defined, even though it uses a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could... It wouldn't be easy to construct a map and say, okay, this is where... Joshua said that so-and-so's land Yeah, the, you know, the tribe of Gad is going here and uh -huh. know, all the different tribes. So it's not a kind of a meets and bounds thing where you start, a, well, where there's a tree and then you go so many yards. I would have to go back and take a look at it and see if I could construct it. Uh -huh. But just when I was reading these two chapters, I decided it was just not interesting enough to include. Okay. So then we have chapter 15. Caleb said, who's Caleb? Ah, Caleb was one of the two spies, Joshua oh. and Caleb. Oh, yeah. So he's one of the heroes. <laughs> In quotes. Uh-huh. Okay, so Caleb said, I'll give my daughter Aksa to whoever captures the city of Kirjatsefer. That was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he should just give, give his daughter to whoever, whoever can pronounce it. Correctly. <laughs> That's a good idea. I get her. I get her. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb's nephew, Othniel, took Kirjasifer, and Caleb gave his daughter to him for a wife. Ah, it's kind of sweet, isn't it? So now just individuals are capturing cities now? They used to be whole armies. Yeah, that's a, I, you know, I never really paid much attention to that. He couldn't have captured a whole city with by himself. He must have led a, 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 a bunch of people. Yeah, an army. And so, anyhow, he got credit for it. Mm -hmm. And so he got to marry Caleb's daughter. Yeah. Okay, and this guy's name is Othniel. Mm-hmm. So we are really moving along here. We are. So we're now in chapter 16 and 17, where they're dealing with the, um, the allotments for Manasseh and Ephraim and Joseph. And they're being treated a little bit specially here, I guess. Uh, but it is, it's definitely boring, so that's okay. why I left it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so chapters 18 and 19, the land is divided by casting lots. So are we talking about the Israelite land, where most of them are, or where across the river are? It's in the land of Canaan across the river, okay. <clears throat> across, across the Jordan River, and we spent another two whole chapters. Because we did, we've done we, this we, before. We've already done this, I think a couple times, so I left it all out. Okay. Chapter 20 is about the cities of refuge. Again! Yeah, and we've had that a couple times, and I I've left you... it out before. Yeah. We're leaving it out again, but just to re refresh our memories about that, the cities of refuge mm -hmm. were places that a person could go. If they accidentally killed someone. That's right. Because the avenger of blood 
who's a family member of the person who died, uh-huh. can't touch them if they go to the city of refuge. That's right. Otherwise, it's the job of the Avenger of Blood or yeah. Avenger of Blood to kill the killer. Yeah. But if you can get here to that to the city of refuge, uh-huh. you get to stay there safely until the high priest dies. You're right. <laughs> Anyway, and I do want to say Avenger of Blood, but it's not. It's, it's sometimes said uh, Revenger, sometimes it's said Avenger. Oh, I think it's the same thing. Okay, chapter twenty-one, suburbs. <laughs> yeah, so, the when suburbans. They, <laughs> yeah, they are. They're suburban, suburbanites. <laughs> and I guess what it is is that the Levites didn't get their own special place. They didn't get part of the cast of allotments. No. So when they were dividing up the land. The Levites didn't get any of it. So what happens, I think, is that each of the cities would have like surrounding suburbs uh-huh. <laughs> that the Levites would, would Could get. live in. Yeah. Okay. And chapter 22. When the eastern tribes, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half of the tribe of Manasseh, so they returned to the country of Gilead on the west side of the Jordan River, and they built an altar. When the Israelites heard about the altar, they gathered together at Shiloh to go to war against them. All right. I, all of a sudden, their Israelite brothers are no longer their Israelite brothers? Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Yes. All they did was build an altar, which is kind of an Israelite thing to do, mm-hmm. right? They've been doing <laughs> Everybody, it all yeah, along They're always building years. altars, yeah. I don't know why that's such a big deal. But they got really upset, so upset, that they were going to go to war against them for building this altar. So they said to them, Why have you rebelled against God by building an altar? Now God will be angry at all of us. Uh Uh-oh. He's the type. Yes, he is. (laughs) The eastern tribes replied, all in unison. I can just hear them. Uh (laughs) The altar that we built will be a witness between you and us. It won't be used for burnt offerings or sacrifice. So when they say you and us, like you Israelites and us Israelites. Yeah, the Western tribes and the the Eastern Eastern tribes. It's going to be just a monument, you know, a big peaceful thing. So we don't need to go to war over it. (laughs) I wonder if they just saw them approaching and thought, "Uh, oops, what have we done wrong? (laughs) Hey, let's say this. (laughs) Let's say this, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this pleased the Israelites. So they decided not to go to war with the Eastern tribes. And they called the altar Ed. Ed. An altar named Ed. <laughs> Isn't it a horse named Ed? It is, Mr. Oh my Ed. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It, they, call, they called it Ed. I, An uh, altar, like uh-huh. a place where you would, you know, ordinarily yeah. burn things, but not here. Anyway, it's called Ed, yeah. Uh-huh. What, what is it going to be used for if it's not used for? It's just a monument, I think. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's a peaceful monument. Like we have one between Canada and the United States. Oh, peace yeah. monument, yes. peace park, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. All right. Chapter 23. Yeah, this is Joshua's final speech. After God finished helping the Israelites slaughter all of their enemies, Joshua was getting old. He called all the Israelites together and said to them, I'm going to die today. God has this to say to you. I plagued Egypt, drowned the Egyptians. I helped you massacre Jericho and kill the Amorites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hittites, 
Girgashites, Hivites, and Jebusites. It sounds kind of like a confession here, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Um, You are forgiven, my son. (laughs) Say a few Hail Marys. I think he needs quite a few Hail Marys for killing all those people. Yes, he does. But he's proud of it. He goes on. I sent hornets in front of you to drive out the Amorites. You didn't even have to use a sword or a bow. I gave you land that you didn't work for, cities you didn't build, and vineyards and olive trees that you didn't plant. But if you forsake the Lord, he'll turn on you, hurt you, and consume you, even though he was good to you before. Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God and took a big stone and set it under an oak tree near the sanctuary of the Lord. The stone is a witness to us. It will be a witness to you if you ever reject God. Joshua died at the age of 110. And that's the end of the book of Joshua. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is kind of interesting. Uh, I want to go back to the altar of Ed. Yeah. And do you notice there that God is not intervening in that whole little story of... No. Yeah, it's a good thing he stayed out of it because then the reasonable Israelites could say, Oh, you didn't mean it. We forgive you. We're good with that. Like if God had been there, what do you think he might have said? Oh, (laughs) I cannot predict what God's going to say in the Old Testament. He says the darndest things. Yes, he does. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for staying with us. And, And again, I want to say Martin Watkinson is the one who plays our music. Thank you, Martin. And we're going to be going to a new book next time. What book is this? The Book of Judges, and that's that's going to be a very, very interesting experience. Oh, really? For yes. all of us? Yes, that's right. Okay, and you're going to keep some experiences out of there for us. Just Only the boring, the boring stuff. Okay. <laughs> and there isn't much boring in Judges. <laughs> Great. So it's, so it's going to take a while to get through Judges. Oh. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you, listeners. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>